You can't talk about art history without seeing the impact Catholicism has had on art and the impact that art has had on Catholicism. It's time for our monthly art history lesson with Charles and Amanda Shepard from the Fort Wayne Museum of Art. This is Kyle Hyman here at the Fort Wayne Museum of Art with Charles and Amanda Shepard to talk about art and science. Yeah, I know. Didn't see that coming. (laughs) Well... We art people aren't that good at science, so I apologize <laughs> to our strange. listeners <laughs> okay. beforehand. We'll bumble through it. <laughs> so we've been talking for months about how the Protestant Reformation in the 1500s really threw a lot of people off course, to say the least, and just sort of set in motion centuries of confusion among Christians. And at the Council of Trent, the church did a number of things to try to get people back on course and to correct some of the heresies that were being promulgated. But one of the tools was art. And so the church itself and many uh, wealthy patrons commissioned art to set the record straight of a lot of things that were confusing Christians at the time. And one of the things that people really clung to and many today will say that faith and reason are not compatible you know mm. so, you know um, science disproves faith and mm-hmm. therefore religious people are not rational people and that is a gross generalization we know but the church has dealt with this for hundreds of years and despite the fact that during the age of discovery in which European nations chartered world travel for over 200 years, and even in the Vatican museums, there's a hall of maps. So, um, <laughs> you know, the church has sponsored discovery and mm-hmm. has really championed scientists. However, I will say that in some of my readings, the church was wary of accepting all scientific theories at the rate at which they were being published and distributed among the faithful because the Protestant reformers had very quickly propagated heresies and had spread like wildfire throughout the church. And so the church was gun shy of just saying yes to every scientific discovery that was churning out at such a rapid pace. I mean, some of that's just being cautious of saying, wait, how do you know this is true? Right, right. And though um, advances in technology were really remarkable and had been developing for centuries, I think the church was right in, let's reflect. Mm -hmm. Have you gone through the the proper methods? Um, Has this been corroborated by your peers? Or are you just enjoying your rock star status and Mm -hmm. enjoying, you know, the fact that you have... God-given intelligence and what you're saying seems to be true, but is it actually true? Mm-hmm. Well, in a, in a precarious time, is this science and these advances going to uh, be healthy for the church, or is it going to challenge the church? And we were challenged already, so yes, we want to be progressive, but at the same time, you don't want to be the instrument of your own demise. Hmm. All right, so how does this fit in with art? So, (laughs) this is a fun story. Maybe not fun for the people involved at the time, but I think (laughs) 400 years later, we can have a laugh at it. So, we're talking about the Galileo controversy, and Mm -hmm. Galileo was a one of those rock star scientists I mentioned. He was 
friends with Pope Urban VIII. He enjoyed status among the Jesuits and, you know, moved about in the church's circles. So it's it's not as if scientists were seen as these rebellious bad boys that were trying to dispute revealed truth. It's, you know, quite the opposite. The church really encouraged scientists to underscore revealed truth and let's explore nature that also needs to be seen in context with the protestant reformers constant demands for scriptural proofs Mm -hmm. which is ironic given that we are justified by grace alone but they're also demanding scriptural proofs so the church wanted to make sure that we were exploring nature and that we were making advances in science, but that we weren't being uh, too brash and and moving too quickly without knowing what's really true. So, mm-hmm. back to Galileo. He was a, a young astronomer, friends with Pope Urban VIII, and in 1632, he published the Dialogue Concerning the Two Chief World Systems, and in that, he claimed that the earth revolved around the sun mm-hmm. except his peers did not judge this claim as a proof he hadn't gone through the right hypothetical processes to prove that it was true uh-huh. And so, Galileo being friends with a lot of people in the church and wealthy people he and everyone in his circles were humiliated um, because here's this rock star scientist and he's published this great piece, but it actually isn't substantiated with enough evidence. Mm -hmm. So there were two brothers who actually were really close with Galileo. They actually, because they were humiliated, had to retreat from uh, major social circles. And so they retreated to a quiet life. They're actually cardinals of the last name Spato. And, they commissioned a painting by their friend Niccolo Tornioli in 1642, painted shortly after Galileo's death. And it's a very crowded painting. It's almost bisected by a single figure. And on the left, we see three figures. And we can look at the left side as the old school philosophers and astronomers. And these are the people like Aristotle, Ptolemy, who clung to texts and written proofs Mm -hmm. and also observation but um, aristotle is personified as this in the painting as this old wise man who's he's clinging tightly to a book Um, Mm -hmm. and it has some diagrams in it but he's personified as the old school clinging to texts and There's a young student admiring aristotle looking on in adulation and then right in the middle is a very um, fiery young person pointing to the heavens that are in the upper right-hand corner of the painting. And we see Aristotle, okay, so he's very excitedly pointing to the heavens, and Aristotle is gently putting his other hand down as if to say, calm down, just because you observe it doesn't mean it's true, okay? Mm, And I have my book here to prove it. And I have my book here to prove it. Okay, uh-huh. on the right side of the painting is what could be seen as the new school of astronomy. The new school studies nature, not texts. And so we have a young woman who is showing um, these younger folks how to use tools and how to uh, scientifically prove what you observe, not merely 
philosophize about it. Mm-hmm. And I said before that the the man in the center is pointing to the heavens. So whatever crowded room that they're in, there's this open a portal, of a sort. portal in the <laughs> ceiling out yeah. to the heavens. And in the very back is a shadowy figure, and we can read this figure as Galileo, who had recently died. And he's surveying his continuing work from afar, from heaven or wherever he is. That these young people are yes, continuing yes. in a sense. And so, going back to how why this painting even exists, commissioned by these um, two cardinals who were brothers, it's sort of saying, like, look, our friend Galileo brilliant as he was got caught up in politics and he got caught up in old world versus new you know he's not trying to um refute scripture but he was trying to explain god's creation he got ahead of himself and it's not his fault he just didn't have enough time to prove his theory right (laughs) so it it it's a way to try to restore his reputation and to protect him in some way from going down in history as this loser who published this <laughs> um, untrue text, which I think, you know, could have happened to him. Huh. Well, you know, these paintings, as we've talked about them, the ones today and other are, others on the show are fascinating too in their use of symbolism because as the young people are, are quick to put the glass to their eye and use the tools to observe and analyze, the books are closed. They're mm-hmm. stacked up mm. and closed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Where, whereas on the other side of the piece, we've got our books open. We're ready to use our books to prove things. In this case, we're ready to look, discuss, analyze, mm-hmm. have conversation about. Mm-hmm. And so it's a younger livelier more future seeing mm-hmm. group of people as as they're depicted it almost seems like the ones using more observation the ones on the right are a little bit brighter as well yes does it seem yes, like you're right uh, it, the light, light is likewise there. yeah mm-hmm. like they're a little bit more in the light sure than, it, the old school philosophers they might be locked in their own head and you know through logic, I can prove this. And then the new school astronomers are enlightened and they're looking around them and we're using scientific proofs to um, possibly even refute what it says in Genesis, for example. Mm. Um, and and we're, you know, the enlightened ones who are going to lead us into the future. Uh-huh. Important, too, is the the expression on each of the women's faces. Uh, on the left-hand side, old school, the student is looking so moony-eyed at, at Ro- the Rosy-cheeked and a little romantic, like, oh, you know, history can save when, us and the great wise thinkers. Uh, crossing our hands as if conclusions have been reached mm-hmm. in support of him. Mm-hmm. On the other side, the the woman is actually allowing them to get involved in the observance, but she's casting her eyes back to the departed Galileo. And hmm. she almost has a a look of smugness about her. You <laughs> yeah. know, I, I don't want to say intelligence. I don't want to accuse her of that, but she looks like hmm, look at this tool here. I can prove it. Is. It. it looks like the the woman on the left is saying, You're so smart. Yeah. And the woman on the right is saying I'm so smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Yeah, and 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 that's the difference. And, and I think that's a really important distinction that, you know, the the old school would have revered the fathers of philosophy and astronomy, and the new school would have trust yourself. What you can discover and prove yourself is true. Hmm. And I mean, there's relativism right there. Right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> not yeah. saying, not for a minute saying that these new school astronomers were, you know, out to um, upend history altogether or what was already known. It's just that the tensions between enlightenment thinking and ancient thinking hadn't worked themselves out. But haven't we seen that? also in the past 100 years that maybe two generations ago, Catholics would have said, if you say so, I'll believe it. Yep. And then we kind of went through the 60s and yep. they said, no, I'm not going to believe it just because you tell me it. Prove it to me or I'm out of here. Yep. And we yep. didn't prove yep. it to them and they left. I think it's... An, <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> I think that it is something that is going to bedevil us for probably the course of human history and it's it's going to reappear in every age as circumstances and discoveries change it just goes to show us that this debate has been raging for a long time yeah all right again this is called the astronomers and can you pronounce his name for me niccolo tornioli oh, great. <laughs> very good <laughs> i'll have a link to it in the show notes if you want to see an image of it it's, it's uh, really a uh, cool this this goes this is contrast to last month where it's very sparse number of people yep. this is very crowded crowded again. yep all right well thank you so much what's going on in the museum these days we have a wonderful glass sculpture exhibition, a trio of exhibitions, um, solo show by Bertil Valian, who is um, one of the world's greatest sculptors, but also Sweden's um, most famous sculptor, hmm. Michael Taylor, who is an American. He explores, um, ironically, issues of humanity and science, <laughs> and then a group show of international glass sculptors. All right. Well, check it out. Stop by the museum in Fort Wayne or the website fwmoa.org fwmoa on social media thank you so much charles and amanda thank, thank you. you i'm getting smarter <laughs> there we go